0: themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some
1: listeners. Thank God it's...
0: to the Lindley Evans Music Studio at the ABC in Ultimo for Thank God It's Friday with the music. It's Casey Donovan, Linda Chisney and the cast of Chicago. And our panel, Angela Lavois-Pierre, James O'Loughlin and Subby Valentine. And our audience this week drawn from Brisbane, Newcastle, Dubbo, Orange, Katoomba and Suffolk Park. First, the news from nowhere. The youngest sibling in a family, according to a report published last week, is often sleeker and fitter than the firstborn child. (laughs) Now, I find this very unlikely. I've had children. I've observed the children of others. Standards, this is the truth, slip with each additional (laughs) child. With the firstborn, everything must be perfect. They are fed a diet of high-quality vegetables and organically reared meat. The staff, by which I mean the mother and father, are in the kitchen night and day, pausing in their culinary efforts only to read linguistically challenging texts and to perform ethnically diverse folk dances for the child's amusement. (laughs) Photographs are taken almost constantly, recording events such as The First Burp, The first wriggle and what we took to be the first smile but in retrospect was just colic. (laughs) As the child grows older, they are allowed to watch just one hour of television each week providing it's an Attenborough documentary. (laughs) Ballet shoes are purchased. A cello, a cello is not considered too great an expense. The first soccer game is witnessed not by one parent but by two parents, four grandparents and an uncle visiting from New Zealand. (laughs) There are pop stars with smaller entourages than this child. The child also, I should mention, is considered by all and sundry to be gifted. (laughs) It's at this point that the second child is born and standards immediately decline. The hand-operated mincer, in which baby food had been freshly prepared by the kitchen staff, is never retrieved from the bottom drawer. Instead, commercially produced slop is suddenly rated nutritionally superior and so much more convenient for mummy. The bedtime reading session, which with the first child had involved 50 minutes of funny voices and entertaining asides, now lasts the three minutes between when Daddy first lies on the bed and when Daddy first begins snoring. (laughs) The number of photographs moderates from five a day to one every six weeks. The oshkosh jumpsuits in which the first child was dressed have been replaced with $5 Knockoffs from Target. <laughs> Television viewing is still restricted to Attenborough documentaries, but the definition of Attenborough documentaries appears to have widened to include The Lion King, Toy Story 4, and the season finale of The Block. <laughs> the soccer entourage has dwindled to one rather hungover father <laughs> whose interest seems to be largely focused on the sausage sizzle. And the request for a trumpet in order to join the school band, is declined on the basis of expense, although Mum still has her old guitar. Why don't you have a go on that? All this, of course, is just blimbering up for the arrival of the third child, at which point standards collapse to a degree that can only be labelled cataclysmic. The definition of toddler food has now grown to include a serve of nachos and some gnawing on the edge of last night's pizza. This meal is served while watching an Attenborough documentary, one that appears to involve Bruce Willis shooting at people (laughs) in a New York airport. The third child will be six years old before they are the subject of a single photograph, and even then it's just their right leg in what was meant to be a photo of the dog. They are dressed in clothes handed down from a second cousin in Cessnock, soaked in nappy sand to remove the stains. They hitchhike to the soccer they learn music on a kazoo. (laughs) When it comes to table manners, the only guidance they are ever given involves the phrase, don't wipe your hands on the couch, use your t-shirt like your father. (laughs) How, given all this, can science still claim that the youngest siblings tend to be the healthiest? Well, their theory, should you be interested, goes like this. First-time mothers, it is said, are less adept at pumping calories into the kid when the kid is still in the womb so the proto-kid shifts its metabolism in order to store more fat. This becomes a lifetime habit with the first-born fatties waddling around (laughs) trying to keep up with their sleeker, younger siblings. That's the theory published this week. What rubbish! Here's my alternative theory. The younger ones, having grown up with parents oblivious to their welfare... (laughs) are now living a life so dissolute, they don't have time to put on weight. Offer them a home-cooked meal and they'll be out the back caging a cigarette. (laughs) Or maybe, just maybe, humans are like grapevines. We all know that the best wine comes from grapes planted in stony soil, starved of water. They thrive on the neglect. The grapes are smaller but filled with flavour. And that may be the story of the sleek and intense younger siblings. I would test my theories by offering you photographs of these later-born children recorded in the varied circumstance of their childhood and adolescence. What a shame that there appear to be no photographs <laughs> in existence. And that's the news from
1: nowhere.
0: <laughs> we have Angela Lover, Pierre James O'Loughlin, Subbie Valentine, welcome, thank you. So yeah, You're yeah. only, aren't you? An only
1: child I, I, like I'm an only, yeah. but I've got three and... It's just like you did a doco on our, <laughs> on our house. It's so true. You know, whenever we see a photo of the youngest, we get really excited. She has zero photos on her own and she's always on the side. We go, look, look, there you are. There you are. That's you. Is that you? Well, it's someone who looks like you. So, you know.
0: What are you, Subby? You are first.
2: I'm second. Well, look how sleek I am. Ah, you are sleek. Yeah. So, uh, You're I'm like a second. box of bones. <laughs> exactly right. So that sort of... Bits. And I'm the same with you with the kids. I don't. I never took photos of the kids anyway. Now also, you just think they've got their own photos on social media. Worst case scenario, just send them to me in they're, the cloud or something. Something that young people it do. Out exactly, out of
1: desperation yeah.
3: because yeah. you're taking to their take
2: own. Pictures. That's right. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, think
1: yeah.
0: many of the babies are taking their own. Well, yeah. you never know these days. Angie, you were <laughs> first or a <laughs> second or a third?
3: Yeah. Look, as a gifted eldest child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think I think you know we're we're missing here that the youngest actually get. You know, there are some perks to being the youngest, to being unnoticed, because you get away with murder. Like, mm. because I was such, I was the eldest, I was, you know, naughty, I was out there trying to break rules, my parents were so busy trying to nail shut my window, they never noticed when my front brother was waltzing out the door. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. yeah and basically cr- you've basically knocked down the barriers so that they can gamble through and do what they
1: like.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a firebrand, I'm a, I'm a renegade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, 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 my kids do like me to take
1: photos of them, of, of all three of them. And so I do get them to, you know, pose and get the camera out. And I actually I prefer photos of myself. So you just, on your phone, <laughs> touch the thing that flicks it around and go, oh, yeah, look, it took eight of you. How do you get around
0: the flash problems with that big, bald skull of yours?
1: <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I, this, any photo of me is a good photo, I feel. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: let us uh, check that you are up with this week's news. Uh, which bearers of high office are willing to be
3: tested to see... Just how high they are. What's this about? (laughs) That's a staggeringly small number, really. So this is the government's plan. Uh, Obviously, you couldn't have missed it this week, um, to drug test a select uh, number of welfare recipients. Um, And then, you know, Jackie Lambie has a few reservations about this plan. Um, At first, it's sort of, well, there aren't enough drug treatment programs. You know, is this really about helping people? But then, you know, a little sting in the tail... Why don't we drug test you lot first?
0: The, the police, yeah. yeah.
3: And so we've had. Uh, I'm trying to think. Trying to think who. Uh, maybe Barnaby Joyce agreed to it. I can't remember. Certainly, uh, Matthias. Matthias Cormann yes. said
0: he, he would be willing to. Because yeah. I think he's on something.
1: Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> didn't, didn't Matthias Commons say I? have I feel very relaxed about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why is he? Why is he so relaxed? So re- yeah. yeah. well. Wow.
0: Maybe not yeah. think it's prescription drugs.
2: But well, we
1: also
0: <laughs> saw in the leadership spill the man can't count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see her it. point,
2: what she's trying to get at, but I don't know about this because I think, really, when you think about politicians and how sort of blinkered in their approach sometimes, and they're pretty traditional. Yeah. I yeah. think they need to take drugs. Wow. So I think we should be getting more of them on drugs. Yeah. Just free up your mind, man. You know what I mean? Like,
0: so you say drug test them, but they can only
1: keep they have on to be, if exactly, they're positive. Exactly
2: <laughs> right. Drug test them and go, well done, mate.
3: For a Look at Peter result. Dutton.
0: I mean, if anybody in the world needs,
2: is in more need of a big fat doobie than that guy,
3: because <laughs> he
2: needs to chill the hell out. You know what I mean? I
3: think, so, I think once we get into the territory where it started to be like this rye add-on at the end of every press conference where you've got journos going, Oh, but, you know, would you have one? Would you be drug tested? And then you've got some people saying, yeah, actually, I would. What about the rest of you? I think it's only a matter of time before we... It's 2019. You can kind of see it happening, can't you? I mean, it's such a fruity political landscape. It's deeply unpredictable. Um, But the interesting thing I thought about this drug testing plan is if you look at the list of drugs that they're testing for, on that list is cocaine now, I know that politicians are famously kind of disconnected and, and ignorant of the price of goods and services. You know, they're always being asked what the price of milk is. But I've never seen the level of ignorance that would allow you to believe that a new start payment would cover a bag of Coke. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, look, it should be consistent. So if people are getting public money, they should be drug tested, then... Fair enough. So politicians, teachers, nurses, ABC radio presenters, all the all the police, uh, and also people who use government services. Anyone ever uses the roads? So that's everyone. So who does the testing? Okay. So the- <laughs> you know, if we're all if we're all doing it, but. You know, if the, if the idea is to exert a bit of control on people getting welfare, should you really stop at drug testing? Is that enough? Or perhaps a camera inside their, their, their abode to ensure they're behaving
3: in an appropriate way, you know, at all times. James, I think that's a wonderful idea. I think you should be emailing it through to Jackie Lambie. I think she'll take it up. Yeah, good, I will. Have to
0: treat their third child well properly. Yeah,
1: exactly. No
0: exactly. feeding them nachos. And yeah, well, yeah. or
1: random, <laughs> random photo audits of uh, people <laughs> with multiple children. Who is
0: a little Proud that he's not a scientist. Who is a little proud that he's not a scientist?
1: Oh, well, this is uh, this is the, the minister who's responsible for drought and natural disasters. Nationals, David Littleproud, who has said, I, I, "I don't know if climate change is man-made." <laughs> uh, he says, "I'm not a scientist." Uh, now that may well be true. Um, it, I'm not it sure. Is definitely true. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure if that's an excuse. So. Like, what, what, do you, what shape do you think the earth is? I'm not a scientist. <laughs> hey, do you want to get on this bus? Well, it just looks like a large thing to me with some round things. I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm not, I'm not going to get on that. Um, yeah. So I, you look like I really, you know, I'm not a scientist, doesn't really... I mean, we're using these microphones. Uh, well, why am I using this microphone? I'm not a scientist. I don't really
2: get it. I like the fact that his title is the Minister Responsible <laughs> for drought. I mean, he's really living up to that, isn't he? I'm going to be responsible by just denying everything. <laughs> so he's, he's literally going to be responsible for drought. I mean, he's taking, you know, he's taking his job seriously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On him. It's a peculiar story, though, because this guy is actually regarded quite well. He's quite a bright guy. People say he's a future nationals leader. He normally leans to the progressive side, but on this occasion...
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what's interesting, isn't it? But I mean, look, if you look closely at what he said, it's, I'm not a scientist. I haven't made an opinion one way or the other. So he is kind of, you know, we've read between the lines and gone, well, we think he's sort of erring towards saying that it's not man-made, but really he's just abdicating it all which I think is a wonderful, you know, I mean, I'm going to start using that if, you know, next time I'm asked to do anything, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a scientist. I, I don't think I've got an opinion. So I think, you know, as you say, James, a really wonderful way out. But then, it never has stopped politicians before, has it? Never, <laughs> ever. I mean, you know, you had a lot of people uh, who weren't economists offering opinions on the economy and still do to this day. A lot of straight people offering opinions about gay marriage, you Yeah, know? Yeah. I don't think... Although they they welcome, should be saying, I'm not a gay. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm not a right. gay, but, uh, no, it's, it would be nice if there was a bit more emphasis on expertise, though, wouldn't it? Hmm, nice. Yeah,
1: I mean, one of my kids... Uh, the youngest one probably um, <laughs> injured themselves the other day and was bleeding. And she goes, Dad, I'm bleeding. And I went, Well, I, I, yeah, neither of us are doctors. So <laughs> <laughs> Can't assume that. Carry on. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah just, you'll be right. Just carry on.
0: Uh, third question from this week's news Who thinks it would be a bit alien to reach out to an alien? So, this is the there was a story, it was Oxford
2: University did a study of what people think about having. Uh, encounters with extraterrestrials.
1: Yeah, No that's wonder cool. that is has a reputation as one of the finest learning institutions <laughs> that's they're, 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 in the known universe.
2: They're studying the important stuff yeah. and it's like what people think about it and that they came to the conclusion that men, what was it, men are more likely to want to.
0: Well, a huge proportion of men, like two-thirds two thirds of men yeah. say they would really like to like meet an to, alien.
2: But women aren't. They're trying to work out why this is. Are women just a bit more sensible or men are more adventurous? Are <laughs> men idiots? I think... There is a proportion of men, the reason why there are more men want to have an encounter with an alien, because there is a definite proportion, not all, mm. but a definite proportion of men that think there's a possibility that the alien. Could be a hot chick.
0: <laughs> that's
2: that's <laughs> what it would be. Yeah. Some guy going, You never know, mate. You never know. Yeah, it's worth a crack.
3: You know op- opti- what will happen?
0: They're optimists. They're optimists. They're just, know, that's,
3: it's, it's as simple as that. Sabi, I've got the opposite opinion. My theory on this one is actually to do with the fact if you look over the canon, right, the vast body of science fiction in pop culture and look at the way that aliens have been represented, with the exception of maybe Doctor Who. The intergalactic population is a sausage fest. Like they're all dudes, oh, so yeah, yeah I oh, reckon right. the way that they represent pop culture. So when you ask that oh. that question of women in a survey, it's like, well, would you like to, you know, I guess bump into an, you know, some strange alien you've never met in a dark alley? They're assuming he's a dude. They're going, well, there's a strange strange guy I've never met. He's probably green, may or may not be armed. That is literally what we're being told from day dot to avoid. That is the textbook version <laughs> of danger. <I> <laughs> yeah. That's why we're oh, the some other dudes gonna have a groping me. Come yeah, on, I don't think no so. I'm going to yeah. avoid that at all costs, and then. Men are kind of going like, oh, oh, maybe we've got some things in, like maybe we've got some comedy. I like his car, like I like his spaceship, yeah. uh, maybe. It would like, just be like a talk. day at the
0: cricket. I want, yeah, I wonder
3: yeah. What is, what's in his tool shed, maybe we'd get along, I don't know.
0: Just like a day at the boardroom, mm. just yeah. like a day at the cricket, just like a day in the parliament, just like a day <laughs> in a <the> senior surgeon's, <laughs> right. so, yeah, good, I could.
3: Oh. They'll, they'll be comfortable.
1: I think yeah, I it see. means, I, I, I think that theory has a lot of weight, but I think it might also mean men are more optimistic slash stupid. Uh, (laughs) Like, you know, when you're a kid, you go, whatever. Like, that'll be great. Hey, we're going to look at the cliff. That'll be great. You know, and just you just want to explore and find out stuff. Whereas women perhaps are more cautious and have that it could be dangerous, which fits in with your theory. Whereas men are just... They're just easily bored and childlike. So it's just something new. That's great. (laughs) An alien who could kill me. That could be great. He's got a gun. Oh, good.
0: It's a laser. I wonder how that will.
2: I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I'm sure it's going to be fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have Angela Love, I, Pierre, James O. Lachlan, Valentine, and our wonderful audience. Thank Thank
2: God it's Friday with Richard Lover.
0: Uh, now, we have James O'Loughlin, Subby Valentine hey, Richard. and Love lovar Yeah,
2: I've got a uh, 1950s joke Yeah, just in regard to that Disney reference. Yeah, good, good. 19, yeah. 1950s Scottish joke.
1: You've been yeah. updating your stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. no, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> 1950s
2: Scottish joke and it's it, it, you've got to do it with Scottish lingo, but it's like, what's the difference between Bing Crosby and Walt Disney? No. Bing sings but Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, isn't it? I that? love that. I that. That's, that's, that's is genuine. Is that direct from your dad? Yeah, that's, that's an antique joke from my yeah. dad from the <laughs> You're going to give him five bucks for it? You...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. He's Scottish.
1: Don't be ridiculous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wouldn't expect it. Now, <laughs> Sydney's biggest school was revealed this week. It's Cherrybrook Technology High School here in Sydney, and it is now more than 2,000 students. I'm sure all of them are very bright and studious. But thinking about your own somewhat smaller school, what were the various tribes and where did you fit in? Subby?
2: Uh, well, as you know, Richard, I went to a uh, bo- well, half-boarding school. So there was half, it was an agricultural school, which was half-boarders and half-day students. So that was your split. There's your tribes right there. You've got your boarders. Yeah. Okay, so this is a st- state school, right? Uh, but yeah. With, with boarding. Selective, as we know, as we've discussed, as, once, as, or, as, once or twice. Right.
0: As, as, <laughs> as somebody brings up constantly.
2: <laughs> well, I, I peaked in Year 7, so i gotta make, I got to make the most of it.
1: So, so it's selective in the sense of what, height or...? Uh, <laughs> no,
2: no it was yeah. intelligence, well, obvi- yeah. obviously. Well, except for the borders, that was part of the split because we had to do the test, but the borders could get in because oh. they were borders, so they came from the country. So they started off being not very bright and all the day students were the, the clever ones. Yeah. And then, of course, they were borders, so they studied all the time and all that, and then they just overtook, and, they, and all the day students were just rubbish. So that oh, yeah. kind of yeah, evened yeah. out, really interesting. Yeah. But it was weird because so there was a, split, <laughs> there's a definite split, and also because they knew what they were doing because you had to do agriculture, right? Right. So, like, part of your schooling literally was to get the big glove on and put your hand up a cow's bum. Oh. Like that was just like in it ma- all creatures, great and small. That, yeah, that's sort of, yeah okay. and that was just in maths. So it was full on. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hey. So, yeah. hey, you know, <laughs> like that one? So, uh, so I was full on. That's the 60s.
1: there's
2: going to be a 70s forward. joke from somebody yeah. in a minute. You just um, watch out for it. Every day, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, this is how old I am as well, because often the tribes you get your ethnic. So tribes. So old. <laughs> you get your ethnic tribes right. I went to a selective school. And there were no Asian kids. That's how old I am. <laughs> like, that's, that sounds a bit racist, but it's just true, right? That's like now, that would just wouldn't happen. It sounds racist, but it's good racism because I'm saying they're smart, so he's up. But anyway, <laughs> so the only, tribes we, the only tribe that I was in the weird uh, into English music tribe, which was a How weird. many were in that tribe? Three. <laughs> and, because uh, oh, this is like. Was it my, selective and, and my dad was on board with this whole concept. He actually. Unpicked my trouser legs and made the, my, my flares into narrow trousers, <laughs> and gave oh. and, and cut up my tie and made it into a skinny tie.
1: Nice. He's very
2: thoughtful, Dad. Isn't very he? thoughtful, yeah. Dad. That's so a that was it, story. and that was me, my three guys, and that else.
0: The fact that he's Scottish and didn't want you to buy new clothing—you've
2: you've nailed Nothing it. To that's do right. With
0: it. What more? What more could you want? <laughs> new clothes,
1: which and again, bad old jokes. which I
0: repeat, sounds a bit racist,
2: yeah, but is accurate.
1: Actually, <laughs> some of my best friends are Scottish.
0: What, uh, what were the tribes, James? i lock on.
1: Well, I went to single-sex private school, so we were all in the same tribe. Particularly as we got to the upper end of high school, the I wish there was some way I could meet some girls' tribe. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that happened to very. Few of us. It was a, uh, uh, it was a upper middle class. You know, you went to it, Richard. Uh, a private school in Canberra. Do you have the same um, school? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Some
0: decades apart.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and yet I'm still the one with his hair. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, almost everyone was Anglo. Pretty conservative. So really when you came to tribes, you had to look pretty keenly because everyone was like, oh, there's a the hair parted on the left tribe <laughs> <and> <laughs> slightly towards the middle tribe. Everyone was pretty, uh, pretty homogenous. Uh, the, the Borders, again, they were their own tribe. Unlike yours, we were just scared of Borders because mm. they worked on farms and they yeah, had yeah. things on their arms that apparently were called muscles. <laughs> uh, and when Borders came, you just shrank to the edge of the corridor. Said, hello, sir. <laughs> uh, but I there were tribes, those subtle tribes, but I was belonging to none but welcomed by all. Oh, that's I like to think of myself, oh, I'd oh. flit between them. Is that right? what they
0: told you? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's <laughs> what they told me.
0: So
2: you had no I, friends. I lacked commitment.
1: <laughs> at, at some point, I was in a tribe of two with Andy Hart, uh, and we used to just walk around the school. Endlessly trying to scab enough money from the other tribes for an icy bowl, but it was really hard to raise those eight cents back then. <laughs>
0: You're in the pool. Angela, tribe. what were then the uh, what were the tribes at your school, and which one were you part
3: of? Richard, you've picked a panel full of loners. I was also a weirdo at school. I went to school in Bathurst. Um, it was also. A... Hey, 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 i was a weirdo. Hang on. They were I was the normal Sorry, sorry. I was reading between the lines. And <laughs> <laughs> look, occasionally I get it wrong, but I. I don't know that I did. You, ju-
1: you journalists are so perceptive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I was in a tribe of about two as well, sometimes one, depending if I'd fallen out with my best friend Kylie on that particular day. We'd do laps of the oval. We had, uh, you know, a discman between us. We'd put an a earbud in each year and listen to Eminem and talk about how our maths teacher was a fascist. Which was not a word that we really understood. He wasn't a ni- he wasn't a fascist. He was a nice man who wanted us to learn algebra. <laughs> that sounds mean, pretty. F- f- yeah, we that's were racist. awful. We were awful. I was like, you know, I was a bit of a nerd, but I was uh, I was um, you know I just wanted to be liked by all the teachers. So I was as likely to be found sort of hanging out in the staff room as, as anything else. I was the orchestra captain. I used to sell eggs. We had chooks. I used to sell eggs to all the teachers at school, and I used to like the kind of shift in the power dynamic because I had like a, a ledger <laughs> and I keep track of what they'd owe me and I'd come round and knock on their class during the door and say that are oh, you actually you owe me 750 still. And, and the, the,
0: the maths teacher said, I'm sorry if you add that up properly, I only owe you six sixty and you said Hitler.
1: <laughs> I, I love the I love the term orchestra captain. I just had this image of two orchestras lined up against each other and you and the other orchestra captain tossing a Point. <laughs> to so you yeah, get the baton or something, that, Yeah,
3: yeah, that's that's that's, uh, that's totally happened, how right? music works. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you were one of those really farmers that they were both fearful of.
3: No, because no. Did you watch your chickens? We had farmers too. We feared we feared them a lot. Um, the girls, but no, it wasn't just the because I was in a co-ed school. It wasn't just the blokes who were like bigger. The girls were meaner. Like they wouldn't mince words. You didn't want to find yourself on the wrong side of someone from Kondoblin. <laughs> yeah. Bad news. Yeah. We, we
1: are
0: we are brought. Broadcasting at the moment to Condoblin. Do you yeah. want to take that back? <laughs>
3: <Or do you laughs> They're so our... far away, I think say... I can probably, like, yeah. flee the state before they get to
1: me. One of our borders was from, from Condoblin. I was really scared of him too. Condo, yeah. mate. Condo. Condo. Yeah. 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 We're, we're yeah. condos. Yeah. <laughs> to the people listening in condo,
0: we love you. This is just childhood trauma, which is coming out the wrong way. Yeah,
1: it is. It's just a coincidence. Hey, are you ready
0: for the wheel of death, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, each week, this lovely audience comes and they throw these random topics onto this chocolate wheel. James O'Loughlin is going to take it on today. The topics are dumplings, old growth forests, ukuleles, ageism, melodies, cauliflower, uh, rock. Is it rock concerts? Rule. I can't read it. Concerts.
1: What? Oh, no. Rave. Rave, 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 concert. rave
0: yeah. concerts. Yeah. The, the, I can't read these. The, sorry. Vaping. Vegan barbecues. Mosquitoes. <laughs> festivals. Crosses and Daylight Saving and Lemongrass and Dumplings. We're back to Dumplings. Yeah, uh, which that. one's going full of fear?
1: Well, I got up really, really early in a different state this morning, so pretty much all of them because I feel like my brain's, <laughs> you know, got about 2%. Yeah, I'd like recharge. to
3: hear you do rave culture.
0: Yeah. Round uh, and <laughs> round and round it and is, round and goes. Where it stops, no-one knows. Today's topic, as thrown on this board just a short time ago, is cauliflower. Uh, James O'Loughlin. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very much. Thank God. Young gentleman.
1: Look, if there's two things I know about, it's rave culture and cauliflower. <laughs> and their connections. <laughs> and their connections. I mean, if you want to throw that in, you know, is there anything better than going to a rave? I don't even think... Like, I think even... Sorry, just to segue for a moment. Even saying rave concert is kind of wrong, isn't it? Like, it's a DJ. He's not... You know, there's no captain of you, that orchestra. You just
3: leave it at rave, tradition. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, when I... But, Uh, I can't remember what I started with then. I got really (laughs) early this morning. But, Ray, I just imagine people with cauliflowers in the air instead of of their phones. But getting back to cauliflowers, someone lied to me the other day and said, it's cauliflower rice. And I said, mate, it's one or the other. Um, (laughs) I don't think that could really be a thing. Isn't a cauliflower just uh, a... a, a, um, a broccoli that hasn't, you know, is kind of wan and pale and sickly. You know, they're so similar, aren't they? It just looks like the broccoli is going, look at me, I'm fresh. And the cauliflower is going, I'm the youngest child that got neglected. <laughs> See how I tied that oh, into no, thanks, a previous good. joke, thanks. Uh, looks Chicago. like a brain, don't you think? A cauliflower. Yeah, I've never seen my own brain, actually. Um, <laughs> But, or, or anyone else.
0: <laughs> You're
2: quite,
1: you quite pale, to be fair. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it does. you um, tastes... can see your
0: brain right now. It seems to be like paddling yeah, quite quickly. That's right. <laughs>
1: seems to be thinking. Um, yeah, the cauliflower does look like a brain. And just as I was getting on a roll, thanks for throwing that in. Uh, and you wouldn't put cauliflower on a roll. Like, you don't with vegetables, do you? Can I have a cauliflower roll? You know, I guess what I'm trying to say is that as a vegetable... It's just up yours to the rest of the vegetable world, isn't it? It's like, broccoli, I'm going to kind of imitate you. I'm not going to be crunchy like a carrot. I'm not going to be kind of little and I can have as much as I like and be able to be cooked in one minute like a pea. No, I'm not going to be user-friendly like that. I'm going to be this little pale mushy thing that I think I can pretend I'm rice when, you know, you put cauliflower rice next to normal rice And you just go, well, that's rice, and you're just someone stepped on it. Uh, And it's just, my point is, at least Brussels sprouts have got character. The most hated vegetable, right? Cauliflower don't even have that identity. They're just flowery crap. Um, loved by no one, grown by no one. No one grows them anymore. We're, we're currently eating, honestly, if you go to the supermarket and buy cauliflower, it was grown most recently in 1986. <laughs> People stopped growing them then. And they were, in 1986, they were bright pink. You know, they are just fading away into nothingness. And I guess the reason why, despite all that, I like them is that <laughs> <laughs> I do feel an affinity with the cauliflower and I feel that it struggles, uh, not just our struggles, but but your struggles. <laughs> Primarily. I mean, I look at you and I see cauliflowers. cauliflower. <laughs> uh, should I stop there? Does, or, he or, uh, Does he die? Does he die? No, he lives.
0: Yeah. Oh, he lives.
2: Don't Even
1: though i abused the Even though i abused uh, Even though I, I think was really mean
2: Your delirium worked in your favour.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I just didn't asset, care anymore. No, no, no. yeah. the, no the truth
0: is they are absolutely delicious and we didn't know how to cook them for years but you cook them in the oven in olive oil and they come up all crispy and caramelised and they're fantastic. Mm. Right,
2: nearly as good as broccoli. In, in <laughs> foil or anything or just, just whack
0: them in the oven? No, just you whack just whack them in, them in, them in the oven. Like you like you, like you like break like like up like the little florets, is that what you call them? And you put a bit of olive oil and you can sprinkle a few pine nuts on top if you like as well.
1: But are they better than broccoli
3: in that sense, in that way? For, to to broccoli? He wouldn't put broccoli in the oven. It's just about a Look junk here. food after you do what what Richard suggests yeah. to it. Like it's all kind of crispy <laughs> yeah, yeah. and salty. It's like having Christmas. Yes, yeah, a little fantastic. bit of honey, hips yeah. of salt, beautiful.
0: Yeah,
2: tomato <laughs> sauce. Yum! Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yum! In praise of the cauliflower. Really I'm going to go and have some right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. only
3: ever had it with white sauce.
0: Yeah, well, that's what that's, where that's it you said you. Well, how good. do you
1: tell with the sauce ends? Exactly
0: right. Yeah, exactly, everything. that's Some
1: the thing. Sort of
3: it's cash just for like a common scenario, and we're on the take from big yeah, cauliflower. <laughs> big cauliflowers, like, yeah. Many, big yeah. cauliflower is listening,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the person, that's the person who suggested it. They've yeah. they to the audience. Yeah.
1: Oh my yeah. Have you noticed it? Isn't a big cauliflower like in Australia? There's a big everything except cauliflower. Yeah. There's a big broccoli.
2: <laughs> how big's the big pea, though? Wouldn't have to be very big. <laughs> Yeah, like, that big yeah. is going to uh, be a big P. Triple
1: the
0: size. Yeah, the, 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 the big P is something you have about 10 o'clock on, know, hey, hello, on, the, on the way back from the pub. Hello, hello. And you thought hello. my joke was from the 50s. <laughs> now, lots of old TV shows are, are being rebooted at the moment, um, brought up to date, shows like Sea Change and Will and & Grace. What are the other TV shows from the past you'd like to see back and how would they have to be altered to suit the world of 2019, Ange?
3: Uh, I, I'd like to see Round the Twist back, but I suppose this time around, um, you know, it'd be a government-run lighthouse that would be to keep the boats away rather than bringing them in. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we're probably due for a reboot of The Ferals. Does anyone remember The Ferals? No. Yeah. It's, it, was a, it was a kid's show when I was growing up. It's these four puppets. Um, there was a rat named Raddus. I can even do the song. Um, would you like me to do this yeah, song? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's a rat named Raddus. He's the leader of the bunch. Some claps, please. There's a cat called Nidigliana. No, along. All right, doesn't matter. I was going to get you to clap in time. There's a cat no called Madigliana. Really. She's fluffy, but she's tough. Darren is a mixed-up something dog. M- Mixie is a mixed-up something rabbit. Ferals, <laughs> don't mess with the ferals. It was like it's a great show anyway. There's puppets. It's like they're these they're these feral animals that live out in this drain, and they're really rude to each other. Anyway, I think we're due for a twenty-nine. I wasn't anticipating having to bring you all up to speed on the ferals, but as <laughs> I'm you can see, no, um, again if you get. And Ladies and gentlemen, in
0: they, they, they only had two television stations in Bathurst.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, really, there wasn't much choice. Uh, but I would like to see uh, the puppets in a, in a grown-up format, um, still the ferals, still puppets, uh, but a gritty dry- didactic crime drama about the effect that feral animals have on native species. Well, yeah, that would be yeah. Yeah, that would be gritty. Um, yeah. Radis is a speed dealer, Medigliana <laughs> is an online scammer, catfishing mainly, um, Darren works for the mob and Mixie the Rabbit is a men's rights activist on YouTube. <laughs> It is dark, but I think it did right through the oh, room. Yeah. Um, yeah. shocked style. silence yeah. in the room. Um, yeah. I would also like to see a 2019 update of "Just Shoot Me." And it's exactly the same, uh, but because it's 2019 in the U.S., it's called "Just Don't Shoot Me.":
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Subby, what do you want to see, uh,
2: What do you want to see rebooted?: Well, first of all, I don't want to see anything come back, because yep. it never works. That's just the thing. Never? It's just never, never. Never one that's worked. Uh, Exactly. So So that's... (laughs) Seven o'clock news. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. The only way it could work, what I would like to see, is bring shows back with the original actors. Mm -hmm. That would have a certain... Like the young doctors (laughs) now.
1: 40 years later. 40 years later.
2: That would have a certain pathos to it and it would just be, you know, and just these old dudes and do that with all the shows. I would be totally on board, just bring back, you know... If there's any, well, they have just- done that with Will and Grace. It's the I same know, cast with a lot of plastic which surgery, which is ridiculous. Though yeah. that's the thing, because it's just like if I want to watch Will and Grace, I'll just watch the old ones. It just doesn't.
0: You are watching the old ones well, if you tune into the new one. I know, know. <laughs> it
2: makes no sense. But if you did it with older shows, you know, on the buses, imagine Blakey. Now he's probably oh, dead. Dude. But I mean, if he wasn't, so you get all those old shows and just bring out all the old actors. And also, I think the key would be the, the show's got to be terrible to mm. bring it back. Yes. You know, because it's no good yeah. trying to do a good show again. Yeah, that's right. Do a terrible show and then it becomes funny. It ain't yeah. half hot, Mum. It ain't half hot, Mum. Beautiful. Mind your language. Remember Mind Your Language? Yeah. This was a show, right, which was a teacher with a, a, a class of racial stereotypes, basically, and everybody <laughs> just played their racial stereotype. So if you did that now, obviously it would turn the whole thing out. Had to be brilliant, and, mm. and the same actors, of course, because mm. most of them have been deported. It was in England. But still, <laughs> you know, post-Brexit, yeah.
0: oh, Lot, lot to be said it. For would him. be gold. Would uh, be James O'Lockham, what do you want to bring back?
1: Um, actually, I thought of it ain't half hot, Mum, with mm. climate change, except now it be cold. hey, Mum, it's really, really hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also thought of... Just shoot me! But instead of being set in an advertising agency, set at a cauliflower uh, <laughs> farm, and all the characters are played by cauliflowers. So I'm thought, starting to think you haven't prepared that's for this. I think it's a wonderful question. idea. <laughs> I also thought, do um,
0: yeah, you where can, you could remake that French film with Jean Jean <laughs> Le <laughs> <Floret>. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Jean de Cauliflower. <laughs> Uh, I think in these days of divers- diversity <laughs> <laughs> and gender equality, you could bring back the two Ronnies, but now it would be called the two Ronnies, but one Ronnie is spelled R-O-N-N-I-E and the other Ronnie is spelled R-O-N-N-I. Because hmm. that would wow. be one. Spelling avoid- humour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I See, he went to a selective school. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I think they should bring back Are You Being Served and oh, yes. update it to become Order It on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, remember Cheers, that sitcom set in a bar? People are more health conscious now. You can't do that. But set it in a cafe and call it Latte. <laughs> and uh, 21 Jump Street, but in every city, you know, d- density is increasing and we need to live on transport corridors. So it'd be 3/21 Jump Street. <laughs> so it'd be an apartment.
0: <laughs> and if it was in Sydney, the apartment block would be falling down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. all right. exactly.
1: uh, now, the discount
0: department store Big W suffered a loss of 85 million bucks this year, according to figures just out. The second year in a row, it's lost money. Target, Kmart, also doing it tough. If you were running a retail business, how would you change the discount retailers in order to bring back the customers, Subby? Mm.
2: Uh, yeah, look, there's no doubt the retailers dying, as you just
0: mentioned. Yeah, Everyone's
2: yeah. buying online. So, but the thing is, Australians, we love to shop, but the retail thing is no good. The other thing we love is gambling. Mm. Can't get enough of it. Love it. So we've got to combine the two. Oh.
1: All
2: right? So for every 100 pairs of shoes, there's a $50 note in one of them. Oh. Mm. Nice. So that's sort of how everyone's got to go. Every time you go, if you go retail, kinder surprise, there's a diamond in one of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a chance. That works. It really does, doesn't yeah. it? I'm starting to think this. I reckon I should get on. I, with it. I
0: think they've been trying. Every time you buy a, a $2 toaster from Kmart, you're taking a chance. <laughs> well, there is a bit of that. But more specific, because you actually, but in this way, one of
2: them's got to be good. Yeah. See, in yeah, yours yeah, now, in came out they're all rubbish. Yeah. So there's no the chances just 100% zero. Whereas now you you might actually get a good one. <laughs> so there's that possibility, and then and just have a wheel. When you go to the checkout, spin a wheel. <laughs> You might get it for nothing. yeah. yeah. Or you might yeah, get no. a cauliflower. Yeah, That's right. Or it's <laughs> actually it be,
3: not bad. You yeah. shouldn't be giving these ideas no, no. away for free.
2: Or, <laughs> or, but it could be double or nothing. For the retailers, yeah. double or nothing. So you yeah. spin it and then you go, oh, you've got to pay double. Well, yeah. mate, you, you spun the wheel, idiot. So yeah. that's the thing. But people couldn't resist. <laughs> Mm. And just have a little, you know, if you run to the exit, if you make it in five seconds, it's free. Yeah,
3: I think they already have that rule. <laughs> yeah, no, that's stealing no, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I reckon if we can get the gambling happening, I reckon scratchy's yeah. just, everything's a scratchy. Yeah. You know, because we love a scratchy, don't yeah, we? Yeah, scratchy, yeah. give us a scratchy. Everyone, yeah. everyone loves a scratchy. So just get everything scratchy. And Scratchy. I mate, I've solved
0: it. Do you see the cashless? Well, this is true. The cashless welfare card uh, is designed that eighty percent of your money has to go on food and stuff like that. Twenty percent, uh, you can't have it on gambling, alcohol, or cigarettes. Except you're allowed scratchies. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's a true yeah, yeah. true fact. Is you're allowed scratchies on the well, cashless welfare card it's the because the government well, the government obviously thought well, you can't take away
1: something. no, that's yeah, right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cultural so phenomenon. Cult- it's, it's
0: Australia. Cult- it's a cultural <laughs> phenomenon. So it's un-Australian ca- yeah. to take away your scratchies. do you think when you go to the newsagents, you know you go to the News agents to go and buy, you go and try to buy a newspaper and you go and, and it's like five deep at the counter yes, and the it. air is full of scratchy dust and you, <laughs> <laughs> and the
1: copy of the
2: paper. you know, it's very, it's just very difficult. Yeah, yes. un- un- under 40s going, you go and buy a newspaper from a I do, <laughs> I like it. Yeah.
0: Uh, go and buy a couple of magazines, <laughs> <Marvelous>. <laughs> Battle through, battle through the scratchy dust. <laughs> a couple a couple of of scratches. Scratches, love yeah, a scratchy dust. Nice. James?
1: Uh, double the prices, reverse psychology. Uh-huh. I mean, it probably wouldn't work, obviously. Um, but they are enormous. Now, things
0: are enormously cheap in those ridiculously
1: places. Ridiculously yeah,
2: yeah. Well, Triple them, look at triple the
3: prices, triple yeah. the prices. Yeah, yeah.
2: You're true, though. I mean, if you're getting a toaster for $5, you think, oh, yeah, it can't, can't, work.
3: can't be right. I know. $10? Yeah, you it think, think, it, it right. can't work. No. And then you take
2: it home it doesn't.
0: and it doesn't. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so yeah. are you suggesting if I triple the price, they have to make them work or just have the same rubbish?
1: Well, I, I think, you know, once you make the sale, who cares? That's Jeff. So you just have the same rubbish. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. People feel that they've, you know, more invested in it because they spend more. Or, and to kind of push that a little bit further... Put a giant Apple sign with a bite over it outside, rebadge all your cashiers and whatever as geniuses and see if that'll work. Yep. Or take everything apart, like sell them the toaster in a bag, but you've taken it all apart, the IKEA thing, oh, yeah. um, and you get them to invest in it by. Uh, on guess what you spend three hours putting this electronic device together good luck i've put some instructions here somewhere and there's an allen key and people (laughs) will be right into people do
0: prefer you know the story about the uh, cake mix this is a true story from the history of marketing in the 1960s they started develop cake mix where you just put the cake mix and you put it in maybe added water or something people didn't like it
1: right they They liked it if there
0: was some other element they had to uh, yeah. Put on the put flour themselves. Put, put it. an, egg, an in egg in. Yeah. Yeah. So you add one egg, and suddenly they're thinking, "Oh, I've cooked.
1: Make yeah. I've <laughs> cooked <laughs> the cake." Yeah, that's right. and the other thing, the powdered could egg do, is
0: fine. It comes out the same. But yeah, yeah, then yeah. they don't feel so. You're,
1: yeah. And the other thing you could do, and I really think this one will work. How many times have you been in a big W or Kmart and seen cauliflower there? Never, right? <laughs> <You know what? laughs> so get a bit more cauliflower. So cauliflower led recovery, yeah, and yeah, let that great. Important. Stupid vegetable, leave
3: them out of trouble. You've really done a 180 on cauliflower no. in such a short amount of time. It's
1: it was, whatever the joke needs for you. Yeah. It was
3: such yeah. a vicious attack to begin with. Angela,
0: how are you going to save retailing, particularly the discount places?
3: Look, I reckon the, the first mistake is, is the roof and they've made it so big. I reckon <clears> if you move everything to a small courtyard in the inner city, break it down into a series of smaller stalls, call it artisan and yeah. produce, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bespoke, yeah. all in the open air. Everything's organic. Yeah. What is organic? Is it organic? Do we know? No. Do we mind? No. It's organic. Call it farmer's markets, everything will be sold out by midday. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Boutique.
1: So, it's a yeah, boutique. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, a bespoke yeah. artisan made Chinese toaster. toaster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But only, only toasters at the one stall. There's, like, one store. And they like, well, we just do toasters. Yeah. We've been doing toasters right. for yeah. 67 years. add a bit of wood we, to it. We make them four hours west of here. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Can I get a toaster that does a crumpet? So you'll have to go to the toaster crumpet store. No, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. i sorry bit, terribly it, sorry. It's
1: got to look a bit warped or wonky or something. Yeah, it can't yeah. look yeah. perfect. A bit rusty, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: No, just I'm telling you, that's how to do it.
0: Bearded staff?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't I didn't think I even need to say. it. Maybe Hessian sacks if they're wearing Hessian sacks so much the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very oh, expensive that's... glasses. We can't have cheap eyewear. <laughs> that's, right. um, that's that's not allowed. Uh... The odd man done, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> I occasionally. Know. I think
2: it's going to work. I mean, I it feel like I'm pillaring my own we people have saved here, them. but you know, artisan artisan came
0: up. Wow. Who <laughs> were the winners and losers of this week? James O'Loughlin?
1: Um, I was hoping we wouldn't get this far, to be honest. Um,
0: Wait, James, we always get this far.
1: What? We always get yeah, this far. I know. I was just kind of hoping. Um, I think Adelaide. I, I, I was in Adelaide yesterday. Adelaide is the only capital city I walked from the airport... To the city in an hour, I did, uh, an hour 15. In, in that respect, it is the, I, I got out and there was a cab queue and I thought, stuff you, uh, I'm going to walk to the city and, and there. So Adelaide is the winner. Is everything and okay, James? <laughs> I like a good walk and I'm the loser because by the time I got there, I was really tired and that's so late.
0: So, Valentine, who were the winners and losers?
2: Uh, my winner uh, is Steve Smith. But because, obviously, he's a great cricketer, but I think he just sort of gives hope to weirdos (laughs) everywhere. Because you've seen, like, the way, and the more we've got to know him as a cricketer, he's this crazy dude with all these crazy ticks and his carry on, and he just plays cricket all the time. Apparently, he, like, literally. Uses his fork to like play shots against his mashed potato and stuff. He just he's constantly playing cricket shots wherever he is. That's how, the, would he,
0: how would he uh, how would he deal with the cauliflower? Well, he just <laughs> flick it off his
2: flick it off his toes. Yeah. He uh, he's through his mouth. Yeah, no, he is. So and it just makes you realise that you, you don't have to be the standard kind of person. Yeah, cause yeah. he's crazy cat, and he's, an unbelievable cat. and he's and and everyone loves him. So yeah. good on him. Yeah. Uh, and the loser uh, is broccoli. Because, yes! uh, you know, cauliflower's just taken over, hasn't yeah, it? I mean, it's just. Get on board, baby! I mean, broccoli. <laughs> it used to be times we looking. Child's so looking good for broccoli, but whoa, wow. Wow, the
1: cauliflower drain. Is yeah, it a broccoli. true, true, true.
2: Broccoli's been unfairly <laughs> attacked by broccolini. Broccolini yeah. is just exactly him. right. Oh, You've got broccolini from one side and cauliflower yeah.
0: from the other. But you go into Colesworth these days and it's just one long broccolini. Oh, they're, and they're pushing the broccolini. They're pushing it. The oh broccoli's all hidden now. And you get two broccolinis for the price of one. Who wants two broccolinis?
1: Not me.
2: From the cauliflower. I'm not, I'm sticking with the broccoli, Yeah, me too. Oh, just, just Show
0: some loyalty, exactly, Australia. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> who were the winners and losers? Angela?
3: Oh, winner's got to be um, Margaret Atwood, who managed to release her book The Testaments, the, the uh, sequel to Handmaid's Tale, and it's more hyped... I reckon, than just about any movie this year, which is a pretty big feat for a book in 2019. Like, I heard about it everywhere. So, winner is Margaret Atwood, absolutely, even though she's written a horrifically bleak world for us and I find it very depressing and I need to be cheered up after I watch or read anything (laughs) by her. Um, (laughs) Losers uh, losers will be uh, those who vape in the U.S., with the U.S. president saying that he wants to ban vaping in the U.S. No, no. Uh, and I think he may have underestimated how many of his supporters are partial to a vape. Uh, big, big on the Reddit community, I think you'll find. No, but my heart, my heart goes out to them um, because, you know, it turns out nicotine is quite Moorish.
2: <laughs> I just love the way how quick they were. the found I mean, ban- it.
3: Six, right? six, six,
2: six people have died through vaping, yeah, yeah. and uh, they're banning them already. Guns, anyone? Uh,
0: Guns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> These people, though, are not scientists, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Please thank James O'Loughlin, Subi Valentine, and Ange Lovelace here. Yeah. Come to see Ange at the Factory Theatre as part of the City Fringe Comedy Festival from September twenty-five next week. Gene Kitson and H.G. Nelson and Anthony Ackroyd. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah.